How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Friday, brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. And i got to go pick up some Pelicans at some point today so I can take some down to Salt Lake City and deliver to our good friend, the voice of Utah football, Bill Riley. You can give him a follow on Twitter, at ESPN700Bill. Uh, Bill, good morning to you. What kind of Pelican delivery would you like tomorrow? Mm. Well, I'm looking at maybe loggers. Okay. Uh, if we've got that, uh, you know, something light. I like something light on game day. Uh, hoping to crack a couple uh, tomorrow night, perhaps around, say, midnight, Eugene time, to perhaps celebrate a Utah victory. Nothing is imminent, of course. Uh, perhaps Bo Nix has got a few icing on his ankle today. A couple of those Pelicans. Okay. Maybe getting that ankle better. I don't know, but a, a, a good logger. You got any like hefts, like, like a good half? Oh, they got a good half. Uh, Belgians are good too. Yeah. Um, just nothing dark and heavy. No, and okay. This time of year, you got to keep it light, fast moving. I'm in the middle of a nine day road trip. <laughs> I go Eugene to Fort Myers to Boulder. So I got to keep it light, boys. So anything okay. Pelican's got that's light will certainly do me well. Okay. Now, can you take, like, do you want, like, a six pack? Do you want, a, like, a 22? Like, I don't know what you can take on the plane. Like, how does this work for you? That's, I'll have to figure that out. Okay. Um, I've got a big suitcase with me. Like I said, I'm in the midst of a nine-day road trip. Maybe I'll just right. check it separately, carry go. it on. Okay. I don't know. We'll, okay. see what, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, Bill, Utah coming in, man. We're really excited for this game. We we Nobody knows the status of Bo Nix outside of maybe the Oregon teammates and Bo Nix and the coach, and we won't know that until just prior to the game. Uh, I'm curious what you thought of, of what you saw from Oregon against UW. I know Utah took care of Stanford last weekend. That would end up being a blowout, especially in the second half. But what you what your takeaway was from Oregon against UW? Um, I thought UW would be able to move the ball. I thought Oregon would have a little bit more success. Um, 
again, I don't think anybody really plays a lot of defense in the Pac-12 this year. Mm -hmm. Utah's defense rounding into form a little bit right now. Oregon State's been pretty good defensively this year, but it's kind of been Big 12-like football this year in the Pac-12. A lot of offense, not a lot of defense. So I was was just a little surprised they didn't have a little bit more success knowing that Penix was going to throw it as much as he did. Um but, but again, I, I thought it would be a good game. I just thought being at Autzen and everything like that, that, that Oregon would come out on top. But I, I thought it was a really good game by the Huskies, and DeBoer's done a really good job this year with them. Um, that said, you know, as you guys said, the, the Knicks injury, obviously at the end of the game that played a factor in it too. So you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here. I, I was a little surprised. I just thought the home field advantage and what was on the line would get Oregon – a little bit more of an edge. But, again, I th- I've, I've thought all year long that the Huskies were a pretty good football team. Yeah, we're talking with Bill Riley, the voice of Utah football, at ESPN 700 Bill on Twitter. Go give him a follow. And, you know, on the quarterback injury note, that's a similar storyline to Utah earlier this year, right? I mean, they're up in Pullman, take the field, and everybody's like, wait a minute, where the hell is Cam rising? We had no clue this guy wasn't playing. And the backup leads you to a win in that game, and he's been a little banged up. But what is, what has clicked with Utah? It feels like their, their story this year is almost kind of similar to last year where they lose those games in non-conference last year, kind of write them off, forget about them, and you look up in two months and you're like, oh, Utah's coming like a freight train. Uh, here they were this year. I mean, you lose to Florida in week one and then the UCLA game where the Bruins kind of moved it up and down the field on, on Utah. And you're like, all right, well, Utah maybe just doesn't have it this year. And now here they are again, a win away from likely going to the Pac-12 championship game. What's clicking? What's working for Utah right now? Well, the offense has been good all year. I mean, it has. I mean, when Rising, even, you know, the game that Rising missed, the, the backup came in and they, they won on the Palouse up at Wazoo. So, but, but it's really been the defense. You know, they, they Lloyd left for the NFL. Mika Tafua left for the NFL. They lost about three or four guys off that defense. And, and they had good players, but it took them a minute to fit. Uh, they were terrible against the run at Florida, but, that, you know, they, they shot themselves in the foot in the red zone in that game. But it was the UCLA game really that surprised all of us because, you know, they just they didn't look like themselves yeah. but defensively. They were just all over the place. UCLA ran up and down the field on them. And, and USC did it in the first half, and then they did, They made some adjustments in the second half. That thing's a little bit simpler. Slowed you. Nobody really stops USC, but they slowed them down a little bit, got some stops in the second half. And really since the second half of that game, they've been good. They haven't been great, but they've been really good. And this year in the Pac-12, being really good on defense is pretty good. And the, the young players have grown up. The front four has been a lot better. The linebackers have now kind of all gelled together. And the back end of the secondary has been really good all year long. So, to me, it, it, it's really been a, a story of the, the defense getting better for Utah, looking more like a Utah defense. And as you guys said, it's, it's, it's the right time of the year to be doing it because, you know, they're, they're now, you know, in essence, if they can win that game tomorrow night at Autzen, you don't want to say anything's a given, but playing Colorado with not <laughs> right. much to play for is almost a layup right now. So if, if Utah can win tomorrow night, they're probably going to go back to the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah. What popped the most for you uh, for them, you think, defensively? Like, what, what was it specifically that's popped to you when you're calling these games that you've noticed such a change for them defensively? The front, the front four. Just the front you four. Know, they've, got, yeah. they've, got a, they've got a defensive tackle who's a freshman named Samote Peppa. Uh, he, he came back from a mission. He was 380 pounds. He's now down to 329, and he's a monster. He's another one of those great Utah inside defensive tackles, and he's playing next to his childhood best friend, Junior Tafuna, who was last year's freshman lineman of the year in the Pac-12 Conference. So those two guys together, and then the defensive ends. I mentioned you know Tafua left. They had a bunch of sophomores 
who had kind of played sporadically at defensive end, well, now Jonah Ellis and Gabe Reed, the Stanford transfer, and, uh, and Connor O'Toole, who was a wide receiver last year, who's now a defensive end. He's kind of like D.J. Johnson for, for, for Oregon, but mm-hmm. a little bit skinnier than D.J. was. These guys have all now come together. Like I said, the back end of the defense with Clark Phillips and Cole Bishop and those guys, they've been good all year long, but they're finally up front, fitting together, getting pressure with four, and actually being in the right place to make tackles with the run. So really it's been that front four that's kind of gelled together a little bit. Young, freshmen and sophomores, most all of them. And uh, they look good right now. Well, let me ask you this, Bill. I'm curious because I, sometimes stats can be misleading, right, depending on the, the opponent you're playing, the, the score of the game, right, when you look at offensive numbers or defensive numbers. But it is undoubtedly for Oregon's defense, their issue is against the pass, and they're a little bit better against the run. Now, some of the rush defense numbers are, again, because they've been up big in some of these second halves and teams aren't running the football a ton on them. But you flip it to the other side, it feels like Utah's strength offensively this year has been their rushing offense. You mentioned how many things Washington exposed. Do you, do you you think there's a changing game plan for Utah saying, hey, I mean, these guys can't cover anybody, man. We need to sling it all over the field on them. Or is it, you know, we're, we're going to run the football, we're going to play our Utah offense and hit some play action and not change a ton? Well, I, I think they'd like to run it. I mean, if you look, Utah's really balanced again this year. They're throwing for about 240 a game and running for about 225, 230 a game. Mm-hmm. And the best news for Utah is Tavion Thomas is back with fresh legs. He's dealt with a million issues away from the field and was away from the team for two or three or four games. Mm-hmm. Well, he went for a buck 80 and two touchdowns on Stanford last weekend and looked really fresh doing it. Now, they'd run the ball, but kind of done it by committee. They've now got Thomas. You know, Kincaid is now healthy and back mm-hmm. again. So that's that's good news for him. He was hurt in the Wazoo game, only played partially in the last couple of weeks. He's back 100%. I, I don't know that they're going to say – I think they like to run the football anyway. But I, I think if they need to throw the ball, they're able to throw the ball, too. That, that's the good news now. The offensive line's healthy. Cam Rising's healthy. They've gotten guys back. Certainly it hurts not having Brian Keithy, but they haven't had him for almost two months now anyway. So um, I, I think Utah can, can beat you a couple of different ways. They may not be quite as flashy as, as USC or even sometimes Oregon has been, but I, actually I think there's a lot of similarities hmm. between Oregon's offense and Utah's offense with the quarterbacks and the coordinators really being in sync. You know, Bo Nix uses his legs and his arms, so does Cam Rising. So I, I think Utah will probably try and run the football. Hell, it worked twice for them a year ago to see if they can be tough. But if for some reason Oregon's pretty stout against that run up front, I, I don't think Utah will hesitate to throw it, too. Now, Bill, what, what, what do you think happens? Like, when you think about this game, what, what are you seeing in your mind? How do you, what do you think the final outcome is? I, I think it's the tougher team, guys. I really do. Well, obviously the Knicks thing's huge. I mean, if Bo Nix doesn't play or Bo Nix is only – 70 percent that's a big deal but if we assume Bo Nix is going to start and he's 85 80 85 percent or better then I, I I really do think it's the tougher team it's the team that can kind of impose its will in the trenches at the line of scrimmage because that's that's where both teams have had good success this year it's yeah. cliche to say it but I mean that was the difference last year Utah just beat the crap out of Oregon in, in the trenches and just did what they wanted to do, kind of the same way Oregon did Utah in that Pac-12 championship game three years ago now. Mm-hmm. So I, I really, you know, as cliche as it is to say, I, I think the team that can be just a little bit tougher in the trenches could be could be the team that comes out on top. The other injury I'm curious about is Alex Forsythe. Forsythe yeah. is he, you know, he, his arm looked like it was kind of a wet noodle uh, in that game. 
uh, Saturday. It looked like he hurt himself. I don't know if you guys have heard anything on Forsythe. Everybody's talked about Knicks, but he's kind of the leader of that offensive line. Yeah, they got Forsythe potentially out and Ryan Walk, another starting offensive lineman who got hurt last week, too. Those are kind of the injuries that are, that are flying under the radar for everybody this week. Everybody's focused on Bo Nix. You're like, oh, that's right. They might be down two starting offensive linemen as well. And as you point out, Bill, games are won and lost in the trenches every single week in college football and in the NFL. Bill Riley, ESPN 700 Bill on Twitter. Go give him a follow. He's the voice of Utah. I'll see. I got to get a little, uh, you know, Ocean's 11 in me see if i can sneak some beers into the press box for you through security at the stadium tomorrow if i can i'm going to bring a, a delivery to you for coming on our show so many times we always appreciate it have a great call and i'll see you tomorrow worst case just pour it in a couple of dutch brothers cups and bring it upstairs <laughs> to the booth because i know they let you i know they let you bring the dutch oh, brothers yeah. in so do that worst case and then we can have the rest of it another time thanks boys why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why? a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.